0: Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group, where we facilitate outcomes, and I am excited today about this new episode, and the person I'm talking to, I'm excited about all of them, but um, I'm really excited about, about our guests today. Um, and as you know, with the Mindset to Mastery podcast, we focus on giving you strategies, tips, tips information and actionable steps to help you change your mindset and master your success. And today's guest, Sharice Walker, is someone who is going, I, I love her. Um, Since the moment (laughs) that we met, we connected, and, you know, she's Vice President of Special Projects for the Charlotte Chamber. She's worked for the chamber for 20 years and is responsible for identifying gaps and opportunities to position the chamber and its memberships through relationships, sponsorship programs, and initiatives, and she is A powerhouse because not only does she do all of that, but she also includes the management of the Chamber's Power of Women platform, the Chamber's economic growth programs and events, as well as managing sponsorship fulfillment through the organization. And what I love about her is, especially through her Power of Women um, platform, she has... Everyone talks about engagement and everybody talks about connection, but Cherise is actually putting all of this into practice by creating this opportunity for people to come together and connect, so that they can become better and they can learn about each other and they can create
1: opportunities for partnership. So, welcome, Cherise. Thank Woo-hoo. you. That was a lot. That was all me. Oh my gosh, that was so so. That was a wonderful introduction. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I am excited about having it with today, especially with the age of social media and everyone Mm -hmm. talks about they're getting likes and follows and they want people to join their email lists. And and there's all of these events that they want to set up where they want to connect, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. but really your specialty and you have developed a really great way of building relationships through engagement. And and, and I I wanted to, Mm -hmm. to, bring you on and have you share some insights in terms of how you got started thinking that way and why you decided to have that approach. And then we'll also, as we do every week on the show, we give people actionable steps that they can take in terms of starting to shift their mindset. Um, So how did you first start thinking about the notion of engaging people um, instead of just giving, you know, telling them what to do?
1: So great question. Um, first of all, I love telling people what to do. So that was, that was a no brainer for me. Um, but the engagement piece of it and the relationship building, I learned a little bit later in my career here at the chamber. I put on a ton of events and I work with some wonderful people. In doing all of that. But sometimes when you're doing so much, you just kind of get trapped in doing so much. Mm -hmm. So I started to, I started to really pay attention to what the presenters were saying. I had a great grasp at what I thought an audience would want to hear. And I thought it had a pretty good grasp at if you can get people to come to something that they want to hear, then you're reaching a number of people, but they're not necessarily connecting. So, what I was learning from the presenters was how to make meaningful connections, mm-hmm. how to build meaningful relationships. And it was really about thinking about not me, but the other people in the room. So, I started listening to the tips from the panel members and also the feedback that I was getting through a lot of the people that were coming that didn't feel like they were actually getting meaningful connections. And then I just started observing. So I had to kind of take myself out of the picture in order to understand how would I feel if I was in this room right now. So if I actually listened to what the presenters were saying instead of just putting presenters on a platform and just kind of zoning out. And if I actually put myself in the place of an attendee what would I want to experience? So I would have to say listening Mm -hmm. to people and not being afraid of the feedback. You know, if someone said, you know, we didn't have enough time to network, I had to understand, well, networking means different things to different people, but does that also mean they're not building a meaningful connection and why is that? So, and just observing people, I learned that we go to our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll get in a room and we'll, we'll get on our phone or we'll talk to people that we know instead of trying to get out and, and meet people. So what I was determined to do is, number one, give people enough time to network, whatever that means to them. Mm-hmm. Make sure that we're having some programs around How do you network and whatever that means to you, but create the platform that people that reach people in a way of relationship building versus networking. I actually, I'm beginning to not even like the word network. It is relationship. It's about, it's about building relationships. So it's about taking me out of it and focusing on you. Right. And when I focus on you, then I, then that just kind of put me in a whole nother space in terms of how I got people to connect. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that we had to start doing was targeting, who do you want to meet? Who needs to be in this room and making sure that we're putting people together, but it always comes back to taking yourself out of it and focusing on that other person. Does, does that all make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. And, and, you know, it's so key because within, I've been getting some great Um, comments and feedback from from listeners to this podcast and Mm -hmm. a lot of the reason why I bring the people on to have these conversations that I do is because this this show is is not it you know there are a lot of entrepreneurs that listen and um, and business owners. And then there are a lot of people that are in careers that are trying to figure out their next step and they want to, you know, get promoted or they want to move to another division or they may be looking for a new opportunity and Mm -hmm. every, and I'm so glad that you said that you hate this term networking because I Mm -hmm. loathe it and I don't go to networking events, but (laughs) relationship building. Yeah. I let that slip. I'm sorry, but (laughs) relationship building. is, is the key to it because you're right. Everyone loves their comfort zone and for, they some do people, they go in. And, and if you're like me, I'm what you call an introverted, ext- uh, an, an mm-hmm. extroverted introvert. I, I can, I'm not shy by any mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination, but I need to go, you know, be in my, my little cocoon to recharge. I can only mm-hmm. take people in big groups and small doses, but when I'm in this, in this situation, I'm great. But one thing that people have to realize is that there are certain types, like for me, I don't, I immediately tune out when it's something that right. I, I think is disingenuous. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you mm-hmm. just to come up and meet me because you want to try to pitch me on whatever it is you're selling, or you want to try to pump me for information, or you want to try to see who it is I know
1: that I can connect you with. That, I know. It's so, and it's so obvious when people are doing that, though they don't think they're being obvious, you really are. Right you, that is so true. Right
0: and 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 it's about relationship building because people do business with they buy from they recommend people that mm-hmm. they know and they trust. And if I don't have a relationship exactly. with you and if I'm not connected to you at all and I'm not engaged then there's no reason that we're going to do anything further. I mean Absolutely. The first time that I met you we were we were talking about stuff and and when I came to the Power of Women event we mm-hmm. ended up talking for, what, like 20 minutes afterwards?
1: And I had- think it was longer, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> and, and, and it was a genuine conversation because we were trying to get to know more about one another mm-hmm. as people, not just about, well, what can I get you to yes. buy from me? Or how can I get you to tune into me? We were genuinely, and I hope this is something that that the listeners pick up on. Mm -hmm. It it was a genuineness of us trying to learn about what the other person does and who that other person is. And that's, that I think speaks so clearly to being authentic. If you're, if you're entering in a space where there's, Tons of people. That's great, but to your point, if you're just trying to push a business card in their face, that doesn't read authentic. That doesn't read that you're you're allowing yourself to be a little vulnerable and letting that person see this is who you are, and oh, by the way, this is what you do. Right. And in the circles that that I've navigated, and the circles that I've managed, and the and all of the events that, of course, we put on here we provide platforms where a lot of people can come together, but if they're not really bringing their true selves to Mm -hmm. the table, it's so clear and obvious to read. And I just don't think a lot of people realize when you're pushing a business card, you're not necessarily giving off authenticity.
0: You know, it's so true that, you know, with, with, With just the two things that you've talked about, one, listening to people Mm -hmm. and, and not being afraid of the feedback, but really, you know, listening and then just, you know, the last one of being authentic and authentically you, you know, I don't, I don't think a business card should come out as soon as you see me. You know, I think that there's a, a genuine introduction and a get to know you. If I saw you in the grocery store and the mm-hmm. line, you're not going to shove your business card in my face. Right. Or you're not exactly. going to say, you know, hey, I noticed that you wear this, you're wearing a chamber shirt. Who do you know? And how can you hook me up? I mean, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But for some reason, when people go to these types of events, they feel like it's okay to do that. And And I think that we really have to look at, you know, shifting that mindset and shifting right. The purpose and the thinking of going to these things, where I want to build a relationship, I want to connect
1: with someone, and maybe we should start calling them connection
0: events instead of networking.
1: Um, I, 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 and I, I a thousand percent agree. The most successful people that I see, and 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 I am involved in, in, in a diverse um diversity of events, Mm -hmm. the most successful people are those that do come in with that intention. They come in with, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not necessarily trying to buy anything. I am coming to this event probably because of what the content and the speaker have to offer. But usually leading up to that time, there is that there is a Uh, quote unquote, networking time. And the people that are the most successful are those that are just being real, that Mm -hmm. are being just authentic, but they're coming in with, I want to learn about what somebody else might have to do that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that I do. Mm -hmm. Because what that also does is, I might not have a service that you could utilize and vice versa, but I might know somebody. Mm-hmm. And if I build a relationship with you, when that comes around, i'm going to think about, "Oh, I met Keisha at this an event at this event, and she was amazing like we really connect we connected to mm-hmm. to your point. we connected, I felt really good about the connection. She might be somebody that you want to talk to, and it just kind of takes off from there, and the most successful people within the organizations that I have really been a part of. That is really how it grew. And then they went on to either become business partners, mm-hmm. acquaintances. They went off to serve on committees. They recommended people for different leadership opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's really how I've seen it be successful.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that's, I think, the best model. Um, and, and i don 't know where it came where they first started out with this whole speed networking and here you know mm-hmm. let me tell you what I do and try to sell you later, um, but I think the especially with social media and people wanting more engagement and wanting more authenticity and wanting people mm-hmm. to be more genuine, um, it was so interesting to me when I went to um, an event and someone saw me and they 're connected with me on social media. And mm-hmm. the comment I got and and she was really surprised that she said, Oh my gosh, you're the same way in person as you are on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, Well, I only know how to be one way, so I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Cause there's just this is just me. So and she's like, No, 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 mm-hmm. you don't understand. She's like, everyone puts out this perfect persona.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, when mm-hmm. you you know on social media, on Um, Even when they come to these events, you're, you're trying to be polished instead of being you. Um, And, and I think it's so important that people understand that building relationships and, and truly engaging requires you to shift your thinking. Yes, absolutely. What can I get out of this to what can I bring to this?
1: I'm glad you brought up the social media, too, because, you know, I kind of talked to some millennial members of the chamber because I was, again, I was doing some observation around different types of events that we do. Mm -hmm. And the social media component with the millennials, now this this was just some people that I talked to, just to full disclosure, they, they relied heavily on the social media connection. Mm -hmm. And they were most comfortable talking and communicating that way. But when they got into a room, they didn't necessarily connect. Even though they knew that I have five people that I know are here that I connect with through a social media vehicle, they still didn't connect in person. So it is very important. While social media can help you build a pretty strong platform and presence, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to shift that. When you're, when you're in person, you still have to be able to connect. And I mean, people through social media will connect before they get to an event and they're just really texting each other versus having meaningful conversations and trying, and it, and it it shocked me because I thought, well, this is a, an event for young professionals Mm -hmm. and they still clicked up. So the, I think one of the worst things that you can do is click up or rely on one vehicle Mm -hmm. to connect. And it's easy for us to connect, of course, through the events that we do. But once you get in a room, you need to know how to talk to people. You need to know how to communicate. But at the same time, be your authentic self as much as you possibly can. But thank you for, for bringing up the social media component because yeah. we, we we become just so burdened with it to a degree or just we just... We just rely so heavily on it that that's, that's our escape. That's where yeah. we go to.
0: And you know, it, it's funny because I remember I was, um, I went out to, um, I was in Charleston and I was sitting on the pier and there's, um, I, I noticed two groups of people and uh, they're all together, but they were sitting in two groups. One was a group of teenagers and another one was a group of older People, yeah, maybe grandparents, you know, older, and I noticed the the interaction between the different groups at the Mm -hmm. table with the high schoolers. They were all focused on their phones, and Mm -hmm. I found that they were texting each other, and they were they were sharing stuff. Oh, I just sent you this, and and nobody (laughs) to each other at all. They all had their noses buried on the screen. Yes and yes. then, but at the other table they all stuck their phones in their pockets or they yep. had it in their in their bag they were talking to each other they were laughing together they were engaging and and connecting and when one person when their phone rang he excused himself got up and walked away from the group mm-hmm. to take the mm-hmm. phone call and made it quick and came back and i said there is such a different definition of connection now yeah. And, 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 and
1: we have, and, and, and that is real. And we have to, but we have to respect mm-hmm. that we are in the age of technology. There is a preference with some, and it's usually the younger generation that just wants to, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going mm-hmm. to you. Gonna text you what I want to say to you. I'm going to text you what I want to show you. And those that are more mature are wanting to connect on a more personal level. But I, I believe there is a balance. Yeah. It it really is, what is your intention? What are you hoping to achieve from this engagement? You know, do, do you want to build a relationship that's going to take you someplace further down the line? Or do you just want a, a texting buddy? So it it, but I do respect that people in certain places are going to do what, again, is within their comfort zone to do. It's about what you want to get out of your particular engagement or activity, right? And, and it's just there's there's so
0: much that we could talk about with this, so much because <laughs> I'm already thinking, okay, you know what? I think I need to do, I think I need to do a show on the lost out of conversation. Um, yeah, because like yes. you said, people and 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 to your point, you actually had an event that talked about how to network because mm-hmm. people didn't realize what it meant. And, and I'm thinking that with with the advent of, of technology and the ability for people to connect online, um, we're kind of losing the art of true connection and true engagement. And so I, I think that that's something that we need to really be mindful of because when you talk to someone online, most of the time I'll connect with someone online, but we take it offline, you know, let's meet for coffee, Mm -hmm. or let's have a phone call, or let's do a video chat, or something like that, where I actually get to see you, and talk to you, or hear your voice, and there's that human interaction, as opposed to just the words on the screen.
1: But you were very intentional when you mm -hmm. did that, Mm -hmm. you didn't want to just leave it, even if you're in person with somebody, you're intentional about what's the follow-up, what do I need to do to keep this going, I don't want to just drop this potential engaging opportunity that could take me someplace else. So you were very intentional about let's do coffee, let, but you're, you have to personalize it at, at, at some point. I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, awesome.
0: So I know that we can go on for, forever on, on, on this whole experience, but I want to mm-hmm. leave, and one of the things I, I love doing with this is I, I always leave people with, with you know, two to three actionable things that they can start right now. Um, okay. So, if they're looking at building relationships through engagement, and what are the top three things that you would say that they need to either think about, or do, or shift um, when it comes to being able to make these types of connections?
1: So, that, that this is tough. It's going to be tough to keep it to three, but um, <laughs> okay, so I guess three three I five. let's say three. Well. <laughs> <five. laughs> <laughs> Well, the first thing is definitely go in with the intention of listening. Mm -hmm. Work on your listening skills because that shows that you are actually interested in someone other than you or something other than you. So definitely listening. Mm -hmm. Um, How you show up, I have found, has been very helpful. And what I mean by that is if you're coming to a business function and you're, you in jeans or you're 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 not up to code in terms of whatever that business event needs to look like you're going to stand out maybe not in the best way so make sure how you show up physically and even mentally are on point Mm -hmm. because people really you don't think people are watching you but they're watching you all the time and how you show up specifically non-verbally Is so critical to success Mm. and that that has definitely helped me and just some some challenges that I have faced just throughout my career Um, and I guess one of the other things that, that I would say if you're not engaged in terms of volunteering somewhere whether it's you know a nonprofit that you're passionate about whether it's volunteering through your your own organization some community work volunteer that that is an easy way to connect with not only people that do what you do but potentially people that do something outside of your normal circle because Mm -hmm. that just expands your network so find something that you're passionate about and find a way to volunteer and it could be you know volunteering for the Humane Society or something like that I don't know Mm -hmm. but I find that when people volunteer and they get outside again of their comfort zone. You're actually opening up a network that you probably would have otherwise not reached. If that, if that makes sense. Yes. So definitely. that's, that's, that's three big things. And I, and I guess we've talked a little bit about this authenticity and going in with, with not having a networking mindset mm-hmm. are very important. Think of events as th- it's, it's a reason for you to get together for something, but it's, it's not why you should totally be there. Right. And be present, be just, just be present. That
0: is the big one. Cause I can't tell you how many times I have to be
1: present. Yeah.
0: Come, I, I ask people in, and you're talking to them and they're obviously not, you know, totally there. And you yes. ask them a question and they respond with something that's completely different or they spend the They've already time. moved
1: on to the next person probably.
0: Yeah. Or they spend the time and their nose is buried in their phone. It's like, why are you here? That makes no yes,
1: sense. Yes. <laughs> that, so, that, so I love that you said the whole phone thing. Get off your phone and just be present. Be in the moment. People respect that so much. And everything, Keisha, that we're saying, this is how people are going to respond to you. Right because they cool. pick up people are very intuitive they pick up on the least little thing so thank you so much for for saying this and for for this conversation i'm i've just so been enjoying it
0: yeah this is great thank you so much for joining me on this and and for giving everyone your some tips and 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 especially because you're the person that puts on a lot of these events i i felt it was especially important for people to hear from an organizer mm-hmm. standpoint Um, you know, what it is. I know
1: we're running out of time, but I got one more thing. I got got one more big thing. One more. Um, This is the first, this is the very first thing you should do in any situation. Be self-aware. I can't stress that enough. Being present is great, but you have to be self-aware. And self-aware means being aware of your attributes, and your challenge in areas that you're challenged. Be self-aware because, again, that's what people are going to notice. Awesome! Thank you for letting me say that.
0: No problem. I knew you were going to come up with more because I. I, try, I try to keep it. Okay, you got six. I tried to keep you. Try to keep it. Okay. So we're going to have to have you, we're going to have to have you back anyway, because um, there's some other things.
1: I hope this has been, this has been helpful. I've so enjoyed talking to you.
0: Oh, this is, this is great. And thank you again so much for taking time out to, um, to join us. Um, I'm, I'm excited about what's to come um, and I'm excited to know you and I, I know that you've given some really great tips and strategies that people will be able to to actually implement and use. Thank you Thank guys you. For, for joining us and for listening to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast where we offer you tips, strategies, insights, and actionable steps to help you change your mindset and master your success. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern time where there's a new episode that is released. You can visit our website at mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com. You can also follow our podcast on Spotify. We're on Google, um, Google Play Music, um, iTunes, um, as well as YouTube and SoundCloud, and coming soon to iTunes and iHeartRadio. Again, I'm your host, Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group, where we encourage you to make it an awesome day. Until next time, guys.